What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me, as always, that guy over there in the other corner, Ivan Lovegren. What's up, dude? Hey, not too much. Having a good day. Pretty excited. We were chatting about hobby happenings before the show, and uh, there's lots of fun stuff to talk about, and I'm excited to go over it today. So, crazy week in the hobby all around, huh, Rob? Yeah, and it started kind of slow, too, so I was uh, pleasantly surprised to uh, see how robust this segment was by the time everything was said and done. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. We have an interview with Upper Deck's Chris Carlin. He was supposed to be joining us live, but then he notified me that his wife uh, scheduled their Valentine's Day dinner date tonight. And so um, I had an opportunity to talk with him earlier this afternoon uh, about National Hockey Card Day, uh, random acts of kindness, uh, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so we'll get into all that. We have, uh, speaking of National Hockey Card Day, we got three bonus giveaways in honor of National Hockey, Hockey Card Day. Plus, uh, you guys might remember that Emily Kless from Tops had promised uh a box of series one baseball to give away. We've Ooh. got that in a swag bag with like a tops hat, a Bowman hat, a tops t-shirt, a water bottle. Is there a polar bear in there? in there? I don't know. Could be. Um, and then we'll take a look at, uh, as Ivan mentioned this week's hobby happenings, got a few box breaks, uh, short new releases segment and hot in the shop. Uh, an interview with Gary Vaynerchuk and Jim Rome, and then uh, we'll wrap things up. But kicking things off, as always, we've got a Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll. Right, Ivan? It is a fun one today, Rob. Uh, man, I guess we might have to redo this one with some different strata, because have you seen the results? Well, if you have not seen it yet, first off, go to twitter.com slash live. That's the name of the show on Twitter. And we want you to go there as well in case this is your first time or second time and you don't realize this. We're going to be giving away prizes all during the show. Like Rob just mentioned, that tops box, a prize pack, all the hits that we get from the boxes we open. And we use Twitter to do those giveaways. So make sure you follow us. Retweet that poll. Click on the poll and answer the question. What is the biggest flip you've ever made in the hobby less than $20 21 to $49 50 to $100 or over $100 so far we've got 156 votes on it rob did yeah. you anticipate it going this way i didn't but 65% of you out there are total sharks man good for you yeah. over $100 and uh that's actually what I checked. I've done it a few times. Um, well, but let me ask you this, Rob. So I'm, I'm reading some of the comments, and as much as I enjoy I mean, I love Greg Reimersma. Who doesn't love Greg? Uh, I forgot how much I paid for my hobby box of 2018 Donruss Baseball, but I sold my Otani autograph card numbered to 25 for over $750. I think we can all agree a box of Donruss was less than 650 
meaning he'd be in the over 100. Right. But by flip, is that buying a single and selling a single, or is that hitting a card and selling it? So the most expensive card you've ever hit and sold? I don't think you need to break it down like that. I think it just, you have a card, no matter how you acquired it, if you pulled it from a pack, bought it from a collection, traded it and then flipped it, bought it on Comp C and then flipped it, uh, whatever, you know? Well, so see, that's see, I feel a little, I, I feel just a little differently. Um, you know, for me, I feel like flip has more to do with a card versus what have you hit and sold, you know? I don't yeah, know. That's I mean, just me. I, I, I can see that, but yeah, I, uh, I didn't want to make that desig uh, or distinction rather. So, um, I think any way that you go about it was fine. So, uh, what was your selection? Mine was over a hundred. Okay. Um, taking it from the, so I've hit cards that were over a hundred dollars versus what I paid. Um, but I was taking it very much from the, when I've bought a card, uh, last year I bought a Cody Bellinger Bowman Chrome rookie, uh, Bowman Chrome autograph for 350 bucks and sold it for, uh, 750 later in the season. So awesome. That one jumps to mind. Now the irony is that people always brag. I just made $400, right, Rob? Well, is right? there a trick question here? Well, I don't know. How much did I make on that card? You bought it for what? Uh, 350. Well, no, I mean, after, I mean, it depends on how you sold it. Did you sell it via eBay? Yeah, I sold it via eBay. Oh, well, then you had to pay a final value fee. I had you to pay had to sales pay the tax. PayPal fee, sales tax, had to pay, all that. Yeah, I paid sales tax on the acquisition, which nobody, they always talk about the buying price. I had to pay the PayPal fees, the eBay fees. Another thing is that uh, people don't talk about, like, I don't ship a $750 card without insurance. Yeah, anything over 100 bucks, I don't either. Yeah, so that's another, like, 2%, 2 2.5%. 2 Unless so. it's for this show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. When you when you have personal liability, you protect it. But <laughs> yeah, so. because uh, man, that would, uh, like I said, have said numerous times before, um, I have to keep increasing our shipping budget for the show every year. And yeah. if I had to factor in insurance, I think that might raise a red flag with one of my superiors, and I don't want to ever have that happen. I don't want anyone to ever say. You should probably start giving less stuff away. So, so uh, I'm going to uh, with your well. No, I'm going to ask forgiveness, not permission. Um, but keep an eye on our Twitter. Um, make sure that you retweet the uh, Periscope broadcast also, which is going to be our pinned tweet in just a minute. Uh, but I'm going to put poll 2.0 up, and we'll let it run tomorrow just to get a little opinion. Because my biggest thing is uh, not not the flip of the single card versus hit. Well, maybe that is a bigger thing. But just with how many of you did over $100, I'm like, we need different strata here. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know 100 to 200, 500. You know, has anybody out there bought and sold a card for $1,000 more than they paid for it? So I'm going to just put up poll 2.0 to keep the conversation going. How does that sound? Fair enough. You might even think of putting it up on... Um the fans of GoGTS Live Facebook group. 
Oh, I might think about like that. for some after hours action. I might, I might think about that. <laughs> All right, why don't we uh, bring in Upper Decks Chris Carlin to talk National Hockey Card Day, which is this Saturday, and all things Upper Deck. We are pleased to be joined by Chris Carlin. I think his official title nowadays is uh, Czar of Customer Experience or something like that. I think is that right, Hacker Chris? Was called me the Major Domo, but uh, I'm actually just the head of customer experience. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for taking some time out of your day to join us. Uh, it's a big weekend for Upper Deck National Hockey yes, Card Days here, best baby. Holidays of the year, as far as I'm concerned, I love it. Uh, anyone who loves opening up packs of trading cards loves it. And the best type, yeah, I used to say in college, my favorite type of beer was free beer, and that's what we have this weekend. We have free hockey <laughs> card packs uh, for everyone in North America, and uh, it's a great thing to check out. A lot of fun. Uh, we've got a list of participating retailers at UpperDeck.com slash NHCD, which stands for, obviously for National Hockey Card Day. So that's taking place on Saturday, and uh, it's always just a ton of fun as, as collectors go around from shop to shop to try to put together their set, to see what every shop has to offer, uh, to visit with the owners, to visit with other like-minded collectors. Uh, we see a ton of families getting out over the weekend uh, to, to put together these sets. And it's just, it's just a blast. Um, a lot of folks will share their stories with us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter in particular, uh, using the hashtag, uh, NHCD. And, uh, we look through all that. We share those posts and we pick some of our favorites to get uh, an upper deck random act of kindness mail day for, uh, some of our, our favorite posts, uh, as people are going from place to place and enjoying the hobby. So, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great content to these packs. Uh, there's the Victory Black rookie cards, which are always very popular. Uh, we have a new set of those. We have a new insert this year uh, that features mascots, which is really cool. So there's five for the U.S. and five for Canada. And as always, there are rare autograph cards. And I cannot believe we pulled one during our uh, during our product preview uh, uh, look at this product. Uh, we pulled the Brock Besser autograph. I have wow. never even seen one of these pulled live, so I was, I was really excited and blown away. Uh, but I, sometimes it's funny, you know, all the conspiracy theorists out there. I always hope when we're doing a break that it's, it's good, but it's not too good, but it's not too bad. You know, it's it's kind of funny how that goes, right? Yep, exactly. You want you don't want to like overhype it and under deliver. And uh, but the great thing about the fact that you pulled an autograph is we can say they're, really they're real. Yeah, they yeah, do exist. Happen. I just don't want uh, I don't want dealers opening up all their packs thinking that there's autographs uh, a plenty because they they're really really hard to get. So um, when people get that, it's uh, it's a special special situation and. And someone is going to be taking this one home uh, from one of those uh, uh, random act of kindness mail days that we do on National Hockey Card Day. So the other cool thing about uh, National Hockey Card Day is it coincides with the Stadium Series. So Upper Deck's going to be out in Colorado Springs at the Stadium Series game, uh, doing personalized trading cards, sharing uh, National Hockey Card Day packs with folks in the States. And the next day, we have a new program we just launched called the Upper Deck Trade Tour. And I've, I've heard so often that 
It's great what you guys do at the National. It's so cool what you guys do in Toronto for the Expo, but you never make it to my town. You never get out to Calgary or, you know, uh, uh, South Dakota. So um, not that we're going to those places next week, but Colorado Springs. We've never been to Colorado Springs. So we are actually having a regional trading card show there called the Upper Deck Trade Tour. This will be the first of many. And uh, it's really cool. We're bringing in three certified diamond dealers. And uh, we're going to be having it at the Mining Exchange Hotel from 11 to 2 on Sunday afternoon, right after National Hockey Card Day. So wake up, clear your head, go to church, and then come on over and talk hockey cards with us. It's going to be a blast. So we're going to be announcing more of those dates and coming to more cities. Uh, we share that at the Certified Diamond Dealer Con Conference. And uh, we've been going through all the submissions that we receive from dealers asking us to come to their town. And, uh, and we're going to be making that happen. So that's really neat. It is really neat. And one of the things that I love about the social media aspect of National Hockey Card Day is the contrast you get between Canadian and American stores sometimes. The, the Canadians line up for this event. I mean, you've posted pictures in the past where there's people like literally around the block at some of these shops. And as it becomes more popular here in the States, you see some of that as well. That's pretty exciting to know that you guys are driving an activation that is so pumped, gets people so pumped and so excited that they're willing to wait for totally. it. Totally. Gosh, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, a new Jordan shoe dropping. It, it gets so crazy, crazy busy. Um, but what I love about it now, you know, that it's in, I think, their 12th year, is that we have actually seen families growing up with this promotion. And uh, an image that I showed at the Certified Diamond Dealer Conference was this little kid that we saw. Uh, they put him on a Calgary blanket and had all his cards next to him. And uh, I was going through uh, last year a lot of the uh, posts, and I saw that same blanket, but it was like a grown-up kid. And I went back and found... <laughs> that it was the same kid. He had just grown up. So um, it's really neat to see. We talk with a lot of the rookies at the uh, Rookie Showcase that we put on. And and now they're mentioning that uh, they took part in National Hockey Card Day with their folks. And uh, it's, it's a really, really fun day. And I highly encourage anyone, if you've never thought about collecting hockey cards, this is a really fun way to, to get started. And if you're looking for a great hobby to get uh, your niece, your nephew, your daughter, your son involved in, uh, this is a great, great way to uh, to start that conversation, start the hobby and a lifelong love for trading cards. One of the things people probably aren't aware of is the amount of work and pre-planning that goes into a, an, a, an event like this. How far in advance from a product development standpoint are you guys picking the checklist, getting the photographs? laying out the cards and then sending them out to the printer. I mean, how far in advance is well, that? I, honestly, it starts on Saturday for us for next year's set because we really look at the reaction we see to, uh, to the product and the, uh, you know, how it's being distributed. And we try to come up with, you know, content that will, uh, you know, make it better for the, the previous, the next year. So uh, the mascots insert is a perfect example of, we're seeing a ton of families going out there having fun. So we wanted to make that part of the part of the program for this season. But from a, a printing process, uh, it's a ways out. We will uh, have a, uh, a uh, meeting uh, for this new release probably nine months out. And uh, then the uh, checklists are done right towards the start of the season. We need to make sure that 
some of the key rookies are skating before we can actually add them to uh, the checklist. And then uh, basically from there, it's just getting the, the images selected, et cetera. So that, that happened right around Christmas and printing uh, started, uh, I believe, in January for this. And packs uh, were shipped out uh, last week. So, yeah, it, it, it's crazy how far ahead you have to plan these things, but it really makes for a better product, a better program, a better experience when you take the time and, uh, and really uh, give it the attention it deserves. Tell us who this year's memorable moments bonus So, yeah, you get a 15-card set, and you can get those for free, but with a purchase, you can get a memorable moments card, and we had something really cool this year. We have two brothers that are uh, rookies in the same season, and one's on an American team, one's on a Canadian team. So how perfect is that? So uh, Jack Hughes. You must be referring to the Hughes brothers. Jack Hughes will be, and I just watched this really amazing goal he had the other night. But uh, Jack Hughes uh, will be the American memorable moment. So the only way to get a Jack Hughes card is to uh, make a purchase at an American uh, certified diamond dealer shop. And Quinn Hughes from the Vancouver Canucks will be the uh, Canadian memorable moment. So it uh, chronicles their debut uh, in the NHL. And uh, they're pretty cool cards, so I think people are going to get a kick out of that and uh, a nice way to finish off the set with two high-impact rookies who happen to be brothers. Excellent. We have the checklist posted at gogts.net, but you can also find it at upperdeck.com slash NHCD. Um, Tell us what else you have going on uh, in addition after the stadium series. Uh, what's up next? Yeah, for like I said, the trade tour is going to be something that's really going to keep us busy going through the playoffs. Uh, we are already planning a variety of cool activations around the uh, next NHL draft. So we've had this amazing season for, uh, for hockey cards, but man, I'm telling you, Whoa, Alexi Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield, there are some big names coming next year, and uh, we're going to be all over it, making sure that uh, that we are uh, presenting their products and uh, their rookie campaigns in a really cool way. And uh, another thing that's coming up probably relatively shortly, we've just been going through some, uh, some approval hurdles, is Nick Wasica is a sports photographer, and I think you guys have done some stuff with him before, or, or I know he at least tweets at the end of the show. Uh, yeah. We've been working with him yeah. on, a, yeah. uh, on a, a concept called the card show for a while. So I'm very hopeful that we're going to see that uh, start to uh, appear for us uh, in the coming weeks. And uh, that's going to be a big campaign we're going to be working with him on uh, for the Lafreniere uh, rookie season. So I'm really excited to see some of those episodes starting to air and, uh, and make it a public. Nick is an amazing guy and does a great job uh, to getting the, the shot for us for trading cards. He shot. Jack's uh, Young Guns card and came out for the weekend when we did the selection process. And to be able to show that off a little bit, I think it's going to be really eye-opening for collectors. And to do that again next year with Alexi and talk about Rookie Showcase uh, should be really fun. So I'm excited to see some of those episodes coming. Yeah. Yeah, Nick is an absolute great guy. Um, We jumped on his bandwagon when we first caught wind of... Uh, this show that he was pitching as a web series. And once we found out that Upper Deck had latched onto it, I, I, I just applauded that. And we talked about that on Hobby Happenings. And yeah, two powerhouse duos. And uh, so really looking forward to, to viewing those episodes as well. Um, 
after I got back from the Upper Deck Conference, um, we started a new segment kind of in in honor of something that Upper Deck has been involved with uh, for a long time now. And um, your presentation at the Upper Deck uh, Certified Diamond Dealer Conference really resonated okay. with me. And while a lot gets discussed about some of the negative things that go on in the hobby, there's certainly a lot more positive things that often go unreported. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we debuted our Hobby Playmaker segment and um, are always looking for submissions from that hint, hint viewers. But uh, it was really inspired by some of the things that you guys do. Uh, why don't you tell us a little yeah, bit about Yeah, you know, that, I, I uh, think we live in a society these days where uh, you know, bad news sells. And, and quite frankly, it's, uh, it's a shame in our industry, there is so much bad news. You know, if it's not a card trimming scandal, it's a forger or it's a auto pen or people are always being taken advantage of. And, and quite frankly, I, I, I kind of refuse to be associated with that. And I'm going to do my darndest to make sure that we're establishing a legacy of, of great stories and great campaigns that paint the hobby in a much different light. So whether it be some of the things that we did with Layla Anderson at uh, the NHL All-Star Game or uh, the United Heroes League also at the NHL All-Star Game or our Heroic Inspirations program or uh, just any of the goodwill type of campaigns that uh, we do, we find it's, it's, it's incredibly important to engage with fans in a unique way, in a personal way. And tell some incredible stories that are that are positive about our industry, and and one that I'm just I cannot wait till these start hitting. One just hit, but we love 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 Valentine's Day here at Upper Deck, and I I personally feel as a marketer, it is one of the most incredible opportunities to engage with your audience and your customers. So our Upper Deck Random Acts of Kindness program has been one that has been uh, very positive for the industry and uh, a great way just to say. Thank you to some incredible uh, collectors and tell some incredible stories. And uh, we've done a variety of unique uh, random acts of kindness that are going to uh, that have just started hitting, but will hit throughout the Valentine's uh, Day holiday. And I think that's going to be another fun example. One that we did that just hit uh, a guy named Chris Hellerman, his son, four years old, wrote us this beautiful letter. And uh, he's, <laughs> he's in, in Buffalo. He loves Jack Eichel. And uh, he says he loves Upper Deck. He got an extra Jack Eichel bobblehead, and he wanted to send us the extra one. Well, we thought that was just too cute. So we we sent the bobblehead <laughs> to uh, David Adams, and they were doing a signing with Jack. We had Jack sign it. We got him a, a very limited Jack Eichel autograph card as well and sent that to, uh, to Chris's son. And uh, just as a, a thank you and something uh, that we hope that he'll remember. And uh, having those types of memorable interactions with a big company is a great way to uh, instill, hopefully, a, a lifelong appreciation for the hobby. So uh, that's really important for us and something you're going to see a lot more of in the future. That's awesome. Uh, anything else we should know before we um, let you go? I think that's it. I will say that that we uh, have been very busy this week because Upper Deck has been working very closely with Funko and uh, we launched a, heading into NBA All-Star Weekend, we launched a uh, Michael Jordan exclusive, worldwide exclusive All-Star Funko and holy cow, these Funko fans, they are, they make card fans look like just, hey, I'm getting started. 
I'm, I'm not that passionate about anything. These guys are crazy passionate. So um, we had uh, a, just people trying to place orders and uh, bots trying to, to place multiple orders. So uh, in our defense for that, we took the item down. We stopped the IP addresses that were trying to place multiple orders, put it back up. And these sold out like you can't even imagine how quickly. I was. I've never seen orders fly through this quickly. So uh, we uh, got another small allocation that we're going to make available to these fans. But holy criminy, I have never in my uh, 22 years here seen so much interest in a, in a new release. So uh, Funko Collectors, you are awesome. I love you. Uh, I wish uh, I wish we had more of these. We're going to do our best to get uh, everyone who wants one one. But uh, uh, wow. That was uh, that was an exciting one this week for sure. So uh, hopefully we're going to be doing some more stuff with Funko and uh, and uh, it's a tricky thing. You want to make a collectible item, right? So uh, we we've always been erring on the side of caution with not producing too much of certain items. But uh, I, I didn't realize the the worldwide demand for for Funko Pops. It is still crazy. So that's been a, another exciting one this week. It's funny you mention that because we're actually in our next segment here going to talk a little bit uh, about that as a hobby happening and uh, uh, story because, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like, whoa. <laughs> well, it's MJ, you know, he's great. So, yeah, wow. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. But my best to you, Rob, my best to Ivan, and uh, I hope to see you guys soon. Absolutely. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your wife have a great national hockey card day and stadium series and we'll talk to you All soon right, thank thanks you guys. as always Appreciate chris it. take care bye-bye awesome well special thanks to chris carlin and get out there and support your lcs that's participating in national hockey card day you um, know rob there was something too that you mentioned right before the interview that uh, they they plan thanks uh, Thanksgiving Valentine's this week. Remember, I think it was actually last year that we had the same issue, except that Chris made a point of calling in on the date to open That's right. a pack. Remember that from the bar, yeah. Yep. So uh, so again, we'll give him this one as an as a video interview, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to come back on again soon because that was great stuff from Chris Carlin. So I also remember last year we gave away a screen used cupid arrow tip from uh the tv show arrow but uh let me show you guys the three national hockey card day prize packs that we have all right so we've got some assorted packs and cards a rookie standout uh rookie standouts for this season oversized gritty we have the book by ken reed the follow-up to the smash hit this is hockey card stories 2 as well as a series one binder and tops sticker album so that's one prize prize number two Some more packs. Also, a vintage card of Canadians goalie Ken Dryden, just for good measure. A Ultra Pro clear puck and card flip display. 
So that's pretty cool. Let me get the glare off of that. There we go. Better picture on the front. And, yes, another album combo. All right, so that's prize number two. And last but not least, another album combo and a box of hockey stickers. So three wicked prizes in celebration of National Hockey Card Day, as well as I mentioned earlier, the aforementioned tops swag bag with a box of Series 1 hobby in there. Gotcha. So I need to do the top swag bag as a separate giveaway. So there's four. You got four good prizes outside of all the hits that we're going to get from these boxes, including a box of Donruss Optic tonight. Basketball. Yeah, that's right. That's how we roll, baby. Oh, that's man. how we roll. That's why we don't pay for insurance on the shipping, because we're shipping so much. <laughs> they should be paying us for insurance. I'm going to say it a couple US times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a couple times tonight. Um, you guys know by now if you've won that I'm usually Johnny on the spot with the shipping. I have to go out of town for a funeral this weekend, leaving tomorrow. Shipping will not take place until Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, okay? So there will be a slight delay in this week's prizes, but I guarantee you I will get them out upon my return. But if we pull a Zion from the Optic, we'll just list it for them, right? I could do that if you'd like. <laughs> um, all right. So there is a bit going on in the hobby, and a lot of it comes courtesy and almost exclusively from Sports Collectors Daily, unless otherwise noted. Uh, so kicking things off, Ivan, what do you got? Uh, kicking things off, what is hot in the hobby this week? Well, are you looking for a new hobby-related title to add to your book collection or reading list? Well, we've got one for you. Look no further than Brad Belusian's upcoming book, The Wax Pack, On the Open Road in Search of Baseball's Afterlife. What does that even mean? Well, described as a mix of Jack Kerouac's On the Road and Josh Wilker's Cardboard Gods, Belusian's book examines the 14 cards plus a checklist he pulled from a pack of 1986 Topps baseball cards. Belusian devotes a chapter to each player meeting with most of them during a whirlwind 48-day cross-country tour during the summer of 2015 that put 11,341 miles on his 2002 Honda Accord as he traveled across more than 30 states. Some of the more notable players he talks with or about in the book include Dwight Gooden, Rick Sutcliffe, Steve Yeager, Vince Coleman, and Carlton Fisk, which sounds like a pretty good pack from 1986. The book itself releases April 1st and is available for pre-order in hardcover and via Kindle on Amazon.com. Nice. We'll have to get him on the show. Well, David Liner, Global General Manager of Sports and Entertainment for Top, says baseball card collecting is probably the strongest we've seen the business in at least 20 years. Part of the Topps company contingent on hand for the million card rip party uh, for Series 1 last week, Liner highlighted strong growth in sales at many of the brick and mortar hobby shops. 
his company's online sales, 20 to 30% growth in sales through retail outlets like Target and Walmart. He went on to say that a few years ago, we really made a push on the dot-com side of things. And our hobby stores were concerned, saying, oh, is this going to take from our sales? Well, what we've seen is new collectors are coming into the hobby, mm. whether through tops.com or they come in through Walmart or Target or a hobby store. Once you get them in and they find a way to collect, they're going to find a hobby store. It's all about getting people into the hobby. Some good perspective there. In the wake of skyrocketing demand for unopened boxes of previously bygone eras, Ripping Vintage Packs, a company owned by collector Kurt Christensen, has opened a new authentication and wrapping service for unopened sports and non-sports boxes. Christensen will inspect wax, rack, or cello cases to determine whether they are factory sealed. If so, boxes from the case can then be authenticated and wrapped as from a sealed case, and because it's the internet age, that will be reduced to FASC, F-A-S-C, F-A-S-C, yeah, I spelled that right. If so, the case will be opened and each box wrapped in clear cello with the RVP logo at a cost of $5 per box plus shipping. The company's initial focus is on 1980s and 90s product to fill what he believes is an important need in the hobby for authenticating modern FASC boxes. See, we're already <laughs> using that acronym. <laughs> RVP will provide a fully digital archive of each item that is authenticated and wrapped. Each hologram code number can be tracked back to the case in which it originated. That information will be stored on the company's website, though I don't think it will work for quality control purposes if you pull a damaged card and want to get it replaced by tops or one of the other companies. To learn more about this new service, visit the authentication page at rippingvintagepacks.com. Looks like Baseball Card Exchange has their first competition in that market. Uh, the buzz over at Blowout Cards reports that the company has partnered with a private equity professional and chartered financial analyst to create the Modern Wax Fund which is a first-of-its-kind private equity fund that is focused solely on trading cards. They've packaged more than $3 million in unopened product, including some of the rarest and most desirable baseball, basketball, football, and other cards from the modern era into the project. The fund will hold its assets and sell them unopened in the coming years. The fund is open to any accredited investor with a $25,000 minimum buy-in. Allocation decisions will be made by February 20th. David Ahrens, the financial brains behind Attic Investments, says the fund will own more than 9,000 boxes and is chock full of product we all wish we had purchased and stored in a closet. It is safe to say the assets are under contract at a price below current market value. However, the full asset list and cost to fund is available in Exhibit B of the Private Placement Memorandum. And we encourage anyone interested to review and evaluate themselves. Of course, the fund is targeting, as you might expect, an annual rate of return of between 12 and 18%. But notes... In its aforementioned memorandum, the following. 
Prospective investors should carefully consider, among other factors, the risks described above, each of which could have an adverse effect on the value of the units. That's the boxes. There can be no assurance that the fund will achieve its investment objectives or that the members will receive any return on or the return of their invested capital. An investment in the fund involves certain risks and considerations that investors should evaluate before making a decision to invest. Prospective investors are encouraged to consult their legal, financial, and tax advisors to review this memorandum prior to committing to invest in the fund. Uh, if you want to learn more about this, the fund's marketing deck and private placement memorandum can be found at www.atticinvestments.com. If you're a hockey collector living in the U.S., like both of us, you've no doubt felt a twang of jealousy every single year when Upper Deck and Tim Hortons rolls out their annual hockey card promotion. And let's be honest, we're jealous about the cards and the flapjacks. Well, Beckett reported that Upper Deck is finally getting some hockey cards into American Tim Hortons restaurants. It may not be as expansive as the Canadian sets or as widely available, but it's a start. 2019-20 Upper Deck Tim Hortons NHL team sets focus on three teams, the Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Detroit Red Wings. No coincidence, I'm pretty sure those are the three markets that have Tim Hortons in them in America. <laughs> Each with its own team-specific checklist and only available in local markets, all three team sets have a 20-card base set plus their own Building a Winner insert set. Checklists focus almost exclusively on current players, the lone exception being a Buffalo Sabres building a winner card of Tim Horton. The restaurant chain's founder and namesake played for the Sabres in his final two NHL seasons before hanging up his skates for a good cup of joe. The 2019-20 Upper Deck Tim Horton's NHL team sets promotion began February 5th, and watch out, you know, local... Local cards can be hard to find sometimes, so get out and get some coffee and cards. This week, demand was so overwhelming for the Upper Deck exclusive Michael Jordan All-Star Funko figure that Chris Carlin talked about that it actually crashed the system server. At one point, Upper Deck tweeted, we are sorry the demand for the Michael Jordan exclusive All-Star Funko Pop has far, in capital letters, exceeded expectations, causing serious issues with order placement on the UpperDeckStore.com. We continue to work on that, but we recommend fans log off and try again later to place your order. But later in the day, they followed up with, to all of our Funko friends, we see you and we apologize for the ordering issues on the Michael Jordan exclusive NBA All-Star Funko Pop today. We are working to add more bandwidth to support the demand and we will make the item available again tomorrow. Please watch for updates. And as Chris Carlin pointed out, they got everything sorted out eventually. Congratulations on a major sellout for uh, first partnership with Funko and Upper Deck. Well, it was only a matter of time until we saw something that just blew our minds. In the current bull market for sports cards, this 2003-04 Upper Deck exquisite one-of-one one LeBron MJ, that's right, Michael Jordan, 
Dual Logo Man is arguably one of the most coveted modern cards in existence. Today, TMZ of all places, reporting on sports cards, reports that the card sold for an absolute record-smashing $900,000 in a private sale brokered by Golden Auctions, which is really crazy when you think about the fact that entire game-worn autographed jerseys from each of the superstar's biggest games combined have sold for far less than that. If you want to see the card, you can find it on TMZ or Nat S. Turner Cards on Instagram, the alleged buyer. Crazy. <coughs> Truly. Uh, in legal news, the long-expected lawsuit regarding the alter, altered card scandal of last summer has oh. officially been filed in Orange County, Florida. Or, excuse me, California. Named in the class action civil lawsuit are PSA, PWCC, Probstein, and PSA parent company Collector's Universe. What still remains to be seen is what, if anything, will come of the FBI's much publicized investigation, which has much more of a focus on alleged shill building by the two aforementioned sellers. It is still possible criminal indictments may also be added to this ongoing drama. Our resident expert, hobby legal eagle, and attorney, Paul Lesko, was not available to come on the show tonight, but we will plan on having him on next week to discuss the lawsuit in further detail. Can't wait for that conversation. This is an example of what you will typically find in an abandoned storage unit auction, right? However, there is the rare occasion that true treasure is unearthed. Well, Sports Collectors Daily reports that one lucky Midwest buyer uncovered a partial case of basketball's holy grail. Yes, seven unopened boxes from 1986-87 Fleer Basketball will be hitting the market in an upcoming sale through Golden Auctions. The last 1986-87 Fleer unopened box sold at auction for $84,000. So this begs the question, with that hashtag flip life, what did the buyer pay for the storage unit? Less than $1,000. Man, some people have absolutely all the luck. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Holy cow. Oh. Unreal. Unreal. All of it's unreal. Wow, mind blown. I, I didn't even catch where, where this lawsuit, nobody, where, Twitter, I, how is it 6.45 in the evening and I'm just now finding this out about this lawsuit? Really? Yeah, Paul Lesko reported on it right away and then um, a couple articles posted about it from uh, Sports Collectors Daily. Um, you know, I guess that's that's an interesting sign of where the hobby's at right now, that Donruss Optic was all over my timeline today, and uh, as it should be, right? Was, <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, you know, we we haven't said too much about it, but it's because there is actual legal work going on, and so it's you know wait and see. But I'm very excited to at least get Paul's breakdown of what the legal filings say because he's great at interpreting that. So you won't want to miss next Thursday. You want to be here for that conversation. Yeah, he apologized for not being able to be here. He's got early. Uh, 
court trial in the morning in the courtroom, like real lawyer stuff. Yeah. Also, Rob, I feel slightly let down. We didn't plan this better because we know, well, Chris Carlin, for one, who we know couldn't be here, but we know two of the people responsible for the development of that $900,000 Michael Jordan card. And we didn't get either of them on the show tonight. That would have been so much fun to do a segment like diving into that conversation of what it was like making a card and 16 years later seeing it sell for $900,000. Well, the nice thing about that is we can get Carvin Chung on the show pretty much anytime. Do we have room for two guests next week? I think that could be really fun to dive into that story. Sure, we can do that. I'll, I'll reach right. out to him as long as he's not traveling to China, which I really hope he doesn't have to with that whole mess going yeah, on. Yeah, let's there. let's just take a little let's take a week and wait on that, you know, on that side. Come on the show and then then go after things have settled a little. So All right, let's uh let's look at some product ourselves, shall we? Let's uh dive into our live box break segment with uh, highlights of 2020 Topps Baseball Series 1. I pre-broke this the other day, yesterday, today. I saved the silver pack, though. We'll open the silver pack last. All right. Now, did you pull, do you know the SS, SSPs? Did you check every code on the back? Are you kidding me? There's a polar bear card that ends at auction in an hour and 51 minutes. And well, I guarantee seconds. you we did not get a polar bear card. It's It says Pete Alonzo, but it's a picture of a polar bear, and it is $740 at auction right now with That's 59 crazy. bids. That's crazy. So, um, A reverse negative Mike Trout. Did you see that one? I did see that one, but not in this box. Oh, okay. So well. Topps, always known for some great photography. Um pulled a couple cards that caught my eye like that one um, so you have your vertical orientation with all of your stars you know Cody Bellinger I liked this picture of uh, Bryce Harper and then you have some uh, future stars Nick Senzel Raymond Lariano there's also an exciting chase in this product. Yeah, 25 big time. celebration of the decades golden tickets, which gets you an exclusive experiential event for you and a guest, I believe, right? Yeah, so someone's going to have to explain this to me. This is your Jordan Alvarez's card has both the All-Star rookie team trophy logo and the official RC logo on it. How 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 can that be? Do you want the show answer or the real answer? I want the Beckett answer. I don't know what the Beckett answer is, but the real answer is because he should have been an update last year and they held him back just because they thought they needed to create value in this product. Oh, man. So then... So they held him back, but then they're like, but he's also an all-star rookie because he had enough... Oh, wow, boy. that's weird. Okay. Right. Well, here's another guy. And I only that little... say it that way, Rob, because I have such I have a beef with this. I said this last year when Bowman first came out, too. Is like you don't know. Like, there's so much in this product that is driving demand already. 
Yeah, don't worry about stuff like that. Yeah, you don't need to hold a Jordan Alvarez for this product because in the offseason, things will have, you know, Pete Alonso will become an all-star rookie of the hey, year and you'll put Pete a polar Alonso, bear in there. There he is. Yeah, and the polar bear card will drive demand. And the reverse negative Mike Trout and the uh, cut signatures and the celebrate like... So I only say that to say whoever's out there that's watching this show that also has some checklist responsibility, stop trying to guess the future and just, just you know. How long had we been feelings. hearing about A.J. Puck? It seems like forever. And now here's a rookie card. Uh, Nico Horner. Robo Garcia. A couple cubbies there for you. Bo Bichette. Not Boba Fett, Boba Shett. Gavin Lux. And then you've got cards like League Leaders, Jorge Soler, Christian Yelich. Now, here's an opinion sure to the cause and argument. Um, I, I had so much fun looking at the horizontal-oriented cards. I think I would have been I would I would have been just as content with an all-horizontal set base set. So I only don't argue with you because I think I may have said it on last week's show. My biggest problem with this set, now I sound like I don't like, I really enjoyed opening the, the, I had like two blasters and four rack packs. My biggest problem, aside from the Jordan, is that the, it's almost like a 50-50 horizontal vertical set to the point where opening the packs, I was getting vertigo. I'm yeah, 35 years I, old. I don't turn 36 until next week. Same thing happened to me. <laughs> like between the card vertical cards, you know, some of them being upside down, some of them being order oriented correctly, and then the horizontal, and then back to the vertical. But some of the verticals are upside down. Yeah, I, me yeah. too. And with the lettering that goes sideways versus sideways. The picture, yep. Um, so that was the one thing. But the inserts I thought were beautiful. Yeah, Again, let's talk I think about the that. Value is here on these. Like that's the here, crazy thing. I saw, here, I got eighty percent of my money back, and I've got the cards that I want. There you go. Here's like, a seventy-one um, homage design to Don Mattingly. Um, advertising for Tops Now. They made it an, an insert set. Did they? I didn't pull any of those. Are those hobby exclusive? I uh, thought that they got rid of those this so. year. Oh, they're in there. Your ads for tops now. I did like this uh, decades best award winners. Actually, it's just decades best, but this one is award winners. Cabrera. Yeah. So then you have uh, batters. That's what I got right here. Is this Andre Dawson? Nice. You can't see my uh, my screen, but I'm showing off. That was one of the PC cards I got to keep from. Award winners. Teams. And then you have. With the 35th anniversary of the, what, 85 design. So there's a Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, good looking there's card. There's Roger Clemens. Zach Collins. Bo Bichette. Jeff Bagwell. And Mike Mussina. And then although it's not numbered, we got a blue bordered parallel of the 85 design of rookie Gavin Lux. So that's pretty cool. I like it. And let's see. 
Wrapping things up with some foil parallels, we got a team card of the Angels. Uh, Lourdes Garel Jr. Let's see, these are unnumbered. Michael Bursault. But the gold parallels, which are, I guess they jump out at you if you're looking for them, but they're distinguished by this colored border over there. They are numbered to 2020. We pulled a home run challenge card of one of your oh, cubbies, Anthony those Rizzo. Are those are fun. So those you scratch off the back and you get a code and you get to go online, put in the code and pick a date. And if that player hits a home run on that date, however many people picked it, they issue a special card numbered to that many people. So you never That's know. You cool. could get a one of one. And then um, I, it's if I have, it's been a while since I've pulled an auto from our box. Ooh, Jordan Yamamoto, pitcher for Miami, rookie. So that's pretty cool. So we'll go ahead and get give that auto away. <clears throat> And then let's go ahead. Your silver pack, not really silver, uh, hobby exclusive packs that used to be handed to you when you bought them at your LCS. These are hobby exclusive. Uh, they're now included in the box. Daryl Strawberry. Pete Alonzo. Cool mojo refractor background there. Wow, Jordan Alvarez, good pack. And Milwaukee Brewers rookie Trent Grisham. San Diego Padres, Trent Grisham. Come on, Rob, know your offseason. Too busy watching hockey, bro. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we'll give away that. Uh... You know what? I'll... I'll throw in that silver, the cards from the uh, silver pack or whatever to the winner of the auto as well, too. Oakley Doakley. They need good. to do anything special. Yep, I'm putting out a tweet right now on the Twitter. So you got to make sure you follow us on Twitter at GoGTSLive. And then you got to retweet the tweets that you see to win. Um, including, if you want a bonus entry, retweet that Periscope tweet that's pinned up at the top there. And if you love me and you're watching on Periscope, hit that little heart button. Make me see hearts while I mute myself and tweet. While he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and get started on our box of Panini 2019-20 Optic. NBA basketball cards, 20 packs, four cards per pack, one autograph, and 20 inserts or parallels per box on average. Tweet has been sent. Uh, also, Mike Summer always ready to give us some new info, says, this is not a new concept, boys. With a picture of Alex Bregman's 
2019 rookie card tops all-star rookie oh yeah I, I, well aware i just must maybe it's an astros thing maybe i was completely wrong <laughs> my conspiracy theory on checklist manipulation But nobody listens to me about it. So that's the other thing. Like, Rob, like, we're opening Panini right now. I, I talk all the time about Panini Elite Extra Edition. People say, oh, there's there's no value. It's Yeah, because they've got 14-year-olds. You know, look, here's a card of a guy that three years ago was 14 and is just now being a top high school prospect. Like, there's value. You just got to have a little patience. Patience. You know, like... People just want what's shiny and big right now, and it's like, look at Kevin Maton. What happened to him, huh? Well, well everybody was buying shiny. Kevin Maton when they were supposed to be buying Ronald Acuna. Ooh, that is shiny. I can literally see the, the reflection of the, like, the blue of the camera. Fully clear. <laughs> it's like That's how shiny a that is. mirror. Good thing I have pants on. Marvin Bagley, uh, one of our inserts, stargazing. Nikolo Jokic. We have Jaron Jackson. Oh, yeah, my kids are fighting. Keep in mind, there are hobby exclusive black velocity parallels. Those are numbered to 39. That'd be pretty Kevin cool. Knox, Justice Winslow. Here's a super shiny mm. prism of Danny Green. A rated rookie of Carson Edwards. They don't tell us exactly how many prisms to expect, but there are 20 inserts or parallels. Or parallels, yeah. yeah. Eric Gordon. Is a parallel not in it? Like, does an insert include parallels? Aren't, isn't that in the hierarchy? No. Parallels and inserts. Yeah. But here's There's an next week's poll question. You don't need to text me at uh, 6 a.m. next Thursday. All right, here you for go. A poll question. Side by side, Nikola Jokic, the regular and then the prism version, side by side. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> LaMarcus Allridge. I'm telling you, parallels are a type of insert. That's, Donovan yeah. Mitchell. We'll argue that next week. With Carvin. Column. Rainmakers. Now, that's a true insert right there of Ray Allen. There's Bol Bol, rated rookie. How's he doing, James? Is he all isn't right? He like, isn't he practice squadin'? He's in the G League, all right. Otto Porter. Kelly Olniak. Isn't that the same thing as practice squad? All clear for takeoff. Ja Morant. Isaiah Thomas. Basic version or prism version? Of, of who? Ja Morant. Uh, let's see. Regular. Gerald Green, Dwight Powell, nice, Jordan Poole Prism, 
P.J. Washington, regular rated rookie. So that all clear for takeoff. Base is selling for 15 bucks. That's awesome. Terry Rozier. Marcus Smart. Paul George is a rainmaker. Damari Carroll. That's crazy. Demand. Demand is high. Paul George. Harrison Barnes. Miles Bridges, orange, numbered to 199. Rated rookie, Goga B-Days. Rajan Rondo. Russell Westbrook. Hey, some vertical action. Elite Dominators, Anthony Davis. C.D. Osman. Horizontal. Did I say vertical? Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic. Julius Randle. Prism. Drew Holiday. Rated rookie, Grant Williams. I like that the Prism, because of the border, like you can really tell the Prism easily on this product. That's Hassan white Old man like me. D.J. Augustin. All-Stars, Chris Middleton. DeMar DeRozan. Is the is the All-Stars an insert, or is that its own parallel? Because it looked like it was just on top of a base card. Is that like a parallel? Mm, I can't tell by the numbering, because it just says number six on the back. Oh, well, probably not then. Probably an insert. How interesting would that be? Think think about that for a minute, Rob. Wouldn't that be really cool if, especially in a semi, because even though this is higher end because of market demand, it's still a semi-base product, right? There's a, a pretty big set, right? Um, trying to find the exact number on the base set. It's like 300 cards in the base set, right? Whoa, Alonzo Trier numbered to only 50. Hold on, let me get a picture of that. Boom, thank you. Could it be kind of cool to, instead of having like All-Star as a subset or as an insert set, actually make a parallel for the All-Stars? I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, there's a prism parallel of the All-Stars, apparently. There's Dwayne Wade. Oh, cool. Ricky Rubio. You know, especially because actually Panini of all... Of all with uh, with Donruss uh, Optic Baseball, they've got the nickname parallels. They've got you know like a lot of specialized parallels that not everybody in the checklist gets. I don't know. I think it could be Colin cool. Sexton, Prism, Eric Pachel, rated rookie. De'Aaron Fox, Evan Fournier. Is this one number two? 99, Jabari Parker. Red Prism. Dylan Brooks. Still waiting Zach Levine, man, he had a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Yeah, this is our guy, I swear. 
<laughs> Number to 99, Dominator Signatures, Kevin Knox. Oh, wow. That Isn't that is like funny. the fourth or fifth, sixth <laughs> Kevin Knox auto we've pulled? Yeah, we had, uh, I want to say at least three before this since last year when he was a rookie. Pulled a number of his uh, his rookie cards. Or maybe it was two and we pulled one like really low numbered one or something. But uh, but lots of Knicks fans out there. Oh, for sure. And and it's, you know, solid numbering to just 99. Uh, 31. Couple packs left. John Collins. Bojan. LeBron James going stargazing. That's a pretty cool design as I relook at that. Blake Griffin. <clears throat> Chris Dobbs. Alonzo Trier. Prism of Mikkel Bridges. Isaiah Roby. Rated rookie. Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris, Horizontal, Russell Westbrook, Elite Dominators, DeAndre Jordan, and a little last pack mojo. Maybe. Let's see. Alex Len. Let's get that Zion. Rudy Gobert. Green Prism of Isaiah Thompson, number to 149. Uh, and Nikel Alexander Walker, rated rookie, to wrap things up. All right. Well, still, you can go ahead and enter to win that Kevin Knox Dominator autograph on our Twitter page, twitter.com slash live. Rob, is there anything else from this uh box you think we should throw in any of the parallels or a little bundle or anything no i think we'll just leave it to the auto tonight all right well we are not done so still make your way over to twitter real quick and do that retweet but make it fast because you do not want to go anywhere because we have a worldwide debut box break coming up next we're going to play some football. Yeah, the Super Bowl's over, but we still like collecting it. 2019 Panini Plates and Patches NFL football cards. It's going to be a fast one. There's five cards per pack, five cards per box, if you will, one pack per box. And there's going to be an autograph or patch autograph, a memorabilia card, a parallel numbered to 60 or less, plus a printing plate and a base card in every box. So we're going to have some beautiful photography, some premium autograph and memorabilia content, lots of different inserts and parallels, um, and rookie patch autographs. Check out the sell sheet on gogts.net to get your parallel information for all of the sets that are included in this. And be on the hunt for ultra-rare autographed versions of the printing plates. Those are one per case on average. So an autographed printing plate is a case hit from 2019 Panini Plates and Patches. There's the rip. 
Ooh. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? I can't make it out. I can't make it out. Oh. Adrian Peterson, number to 99. Base yeah, get card. To the plate, get to the plate. Get to the plate. Get to the plate. Legend Rondé Barber, number to 25. Oh, that's cool. Green parallel? Woo! Number to just 50. How about a triple patch? A patch trio card of Debo Samuel. If wow. the 49ers had won the Super Bowl, he would have been the talk of the game. He definitely put in a great performance. Yeah, he did. And a rookie, right? Yeah. All right, it's a redemption, but it's a great player. Marky Marks Purple, Julius Peppers. Wow. Isn't he a rare signer? Isn't isn't yeah. he one of the, like like this is yeah, this is out of retirement. Yeah. I uh yeah, I'm rooting for you guys on this one. And what did I just say? Parallels, you gotta check out the cell sheet to see what they are. Let's see what purple is. Doesn't sound like a base. Yeah, I wonder what team, Ivan. Um Panthers or Packers. Well, it's it's gotta be Panth it's, it's got to be Panthers or Bears. I don't know what you guys were talking about. Packers. Come on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so purple, purple base. Wow. It, does it say rookie patch autographs? Marquee marks, you said. Numbered yeah. to 30. So it's the third level down parallel. Numbered to just 30 on that redemption. Wow. Nice. And... How about a one-of-one one black printing plate of Patrick Mahomes? <gasps> oh, there we go. Not only that, it's the action-packed insert plate. Look at how beautiful that is. Well, wow. hold that there for another second on the front so I can get that action-packed Patrick Mahomes printing plate. Whoa. So yeah, though, that's a pretty sweet. We, box. We've got the we've got the Super Bowl head to head. Boom, 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 boom. We've got a great auto coming via redemption. That was a killer box, dude. So all three of those, obviously, giving those away. Yeah. So we definitely. He's with the Panthers. All right. Debo Samuel to Patch. No. Julius Peppers. Purple autograph, number to just 30 in a Panthers uniform. Wow. What a box. And a Patrick Mahomes one-of-one one printing plate. That That's pretty good. Pretty good product preview right there. Oh, iPad? Okay. Well, hey, you want to tell everybody, go GTS Live? Yes. Can you say go GTS Live? Go Oh. Daddy. Yeah, it's Daddy. Okay, so I'm going to have to stop watching on Periscope myself, so I apologize, Periscope comments, but this little chavapa needs his iPad, apparently. Um, but uh, you should uh, take a quick break from watching if you have to, 
to go to twitter.com and enter in to win the hits from that last box break. Uh, twitter.com slash go GTS live. Make sure that you retweet. Make sure that you're following us as well because you will be disqualified. The randomizer pulls you out if you aren't following. So twitter.com slash go GTS live and retweet to win. Oh, and then I forgot. I haven't mentioned it all night. I need to. You have to be watching to win. So we're going to announce the winners live on the show, and you have to claim your prize in order to win. So you got to be watching live the whole rest of the show, which isn't isn't too long. And we've got good news coming up for you. So stick around for a chance to win some awesome hits. And thank you. Before for we dive into uh, Hot in the Shop, updating the Twitter poll, uh, still about 64.8%. Uh, with several more votes in at still over a hundred we'll check in on 2.0 later uh all right just a few products hitting store shelves next week uh, so we'll dive in with a look at new products releasing next week in a segment we like to call hot in the shop and we kick things off with a little more NFL football. That's right. 2019 Panini Select NFL football cards. It's going to deliver two autos, one memorabilia card. This one's for Ivan. Five numbered prisms and six inserts in every box. Plus, find XRCs for the 2020 NFL rookie class. Three per case and even chase XRC mystery prism autographs. Yeah, so who knows what those could be. They're they're telling you that they very well might have Joe Burrow's autos, probably via redemption, in this product. But anyway, um, those three are case hits, those 2020 NFL rookie class XRCs. New for this year, uh, base concourse reds purple base and all other sorts of levels see the sell sheet on gogts.net for the precise parallel information your two autos and one memorabilia card yeah rookie signature memorabilia jumbo rookie signature swatches prime selections featuring jumbo memorabilia pieces paired with an auto other autograph content includes uh 2019 rookies in uh, rookie signature memorabilia prisms, jumbo rookie signature swatches prism, and prime selection prism signatures, and much more when this hits hobby stores next week. Rob, this next product is super exciting because it's the first time we've ever had a live trading card product. Well, wait, not exactly. But I love the title, 2020 TriStar Signature Series Entertainment Live which we got to find some way to integrate that into a trading card product. Each case of this uh, exclusive buyback autograph product is going to have seven autographed memorabilia items from the world of entertainment with varied styles of collectible memorabilia items, including 8x10s, movie posters, lithographs, uh, Captain Marvel's helmet signed by Brie Larson, uh, tons of great names. You know, any product like this is only as good as its checklist. Well, check out the sell sheet, blow that up in big and see all the names that are on it because there's lots of crazy, exciting live entertainers 
including Eddie Murphy, Sting, Meryl Streep, Robin Williams, John Krasinski, Post Malone, Taylor Swift, Chris Hemsworth, and many, many more in this product hitting hobby shelves this week. And then wrapping things up, we have the fast break ber- version of Donross Optic. This product got pushed back another week, letting Optic itself breathe on its own. Uh, this one is going to deliver another one autograph card, 18 inserts or parallels in every box. Very similar content. Uh, as we saw tonight, although there are exclusive fast break Optichrome stock in base gold number to 10 and black one of ones. Also exclusive hollow fast break Optichrome inserts, elite dominators, all stars, the rookies, all clear for takeoff, stargazing and rainmakers. There's some exclusive parallels as well. Hollow, purple, red, blue, pink, gold, and black. And, of course, featuring all the top rookies from the 2019 NBA Draft. This hits stores next week as well. And we also have a cool little update on the uh, new Ultra Pro 130-point top loader sleeve combo pack and 10-pack of one-touch display stands should be hitting hobby store shelves this next week. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, Solving a collector problem, lots of demand for putting it all together in one spot so you don't have to go out and buy 200 of these and 100 of those and hope that it matches up, right? Love that from Ultra Pro. Looking forward to those in stores this week. Awesome, and that wraps up a look at what's going to be hot in the shop. All right, um, we're going to put Ivan to work and have him pull one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine winners tonight. And while he's doing that, so Gary Vaynerchuk continues to sip the sports card Kool Aid. Kool Aid? A card just sold for $900,000, Rob. And he talks all about it in a recent interview with Jim Rome. Check it out. Sports cards are exploding, Jim. Tell me. Like, well, I, I need everybody who's listening right now to really go to StockX and eBay and see what's going on. I've been investing in sports cards for 18 months. I bought 50 LeBron rookies a, eight, uh, a year, not even a year ago. Last, what are we in, February? Last April and May and June, I bought 50 LeBron rookies, and now they grade them. You send them to a company, they say if it's a perfect 10, a 9, an 8. I bought 50 perfect 10s at... $1,050 a piece. Now they're selling for $4,000 a piece. Wow. So um, give me, Gary, give me a brief primer. Not knowing a lot about this, if I want to dip my toe in, if I eBay, want to take a fairly big swing, yep. what do I do? You go to Google and you search sports cards. You know, why are sports cards going up? Like you type in questions on Google. Then you go to eBay completed items and you type in athletes, Lamar Jackson rookie card, and you hit you hit search and then you hit completed items and you can see for the last two, three months how much they've gone for. Let me give you the comp there. I wanted to do it and I sucked. I mis- made a huge mistake. I didn't take action because I liked Lamar's game. I didn't think he was gonna do what he did this year. But Lamar rookies in perfect tens were $35 going into the season. Now they're 300. Mm. Last year I did it with Giannis. I bought them at 180. They went, they're at 800 now. Um, here's, so you go to eBay and StockX and you look at the prices and you look at completed auctions 
and that gives you, you spend four to 10 hours on that, looking up athletes. Most of the cards your listeners and I grew up with aren't worth anything because it was during the junk wax era where they made a million of these. Now they make limited numbers of them and the vintage graded stuff is going great. But there's three reasons. 45 year olds are now having seven, now have seven year olds. So they're reliving their childhood. Gambling, you can buy a $200 pack of cards right now. That's how much they can be now, Jim. 200 for one pack, but you can pull $150,000 Luca or Zion. So gambling, and then finally, you know, sports cards have a lot more volume than sneakers. So we have an entire generation of teenagers who are now in their 20s that grew up flipping Yeezys and Jordans, who now if they think that Lamar Jackson's gonna be the guy, they go out and buy 500, 2,000, 4,000 Lamar rookies and make $100,000 in nine months. Wow, I was gonna say, so what's the play? Is it a buy and hold or is it a flip? The most guaranteed way not to lose anything if you've got money and you don't need to liquidate it and it's pure investment like real estate and stocks is old basketball cards. Dr. J, Kareem, Jordan, Barkley, Larry Bird and Magic rookies because basketball for the next 20 years is gonna continue to grow in popularity and I think basketball cards are underpriced. On the flip side, the biggest gamble return on investment is buying baseball rookies because they make them four years early and you can literally buy a Wander Franco now, even though he's three years away from the league. I mean, if you bought Pete Alonso at this time last year, I mean, they went up 100X. Mm. You could have like, I mean, it's scary how little you could have put in and what your return could be. Or, you know, for example, for transparency, I've bought 500 Devontae Graham rookie cards, the point guard in Charlotte. I sure. like his game, I think in the next three, four years. But I know that you have like the best sports audience and I'm just trying to think about like if somebody wants to do a side hustle and if you're listening to the burning and you're sitting there right now and you're like, you're thinking about start, I know a lot of people now want to invest in startups. They want to find their Facebook and Uber, but that's 99% likely going to fail. Or they love to gamble and they're analytical and they're good at daily fantasy and, and, and sports betting. But that's high risk, high return, you either win or lose, it's binary. Meanwhile, there's a ton of people who are listening right now who know that David Njoku was hurt this year, but he's a freak tight end and he might come back next year. Or they love some, you know, the, the prospect on the, on the Orioles right now. I can't remember the hitting kid. Like, or they, they think that, like I do, that Sam Darnold's way better than he actually has shown because he's had real difficulties with offensive line. And Joe Douglas has proven in Philly that he's going to build an offensive line. And what does that mean to him? Or that you thought Baker had an off season. I don't, but you might. Or, you know, so there's a ton to do on speculation with limited downside <laughs> and high upside. And so that's how I see it. See it. All right. So Gary still, uh, He's red hot on the market still, so that's good. And he's sharing some insight with Jim Rome. Okay, uh, let's do this thing, Ivan. All right. Sorry, I'm just catching up on the comments, too. So I love what Cas Casanova said. Gary Vee is one of those guys who's right in a lot of things he says, but he's so punchable in how he delivers it. I think that's, I think that's fair because a lot of people don't listen to him and it's like, no, he actually has a lot of good things to say, but anyways, that's that. And, and, that. and in person, he's really, really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So very cool to see him continue to talk about trading cards, despite some people's opinions of him. Hey, guess what? We're going to continue talking about and giving away trading cards, despite your opinions of us. 
Well, hey, y'all love us, right? We're going to see you in Atlantic City, right, Justin? Uh, at the National in the fall. Fall? Summer? Summer. Yeah, okay. By, by the time it uh, comes around, it feels like fall in L.A. All right, so we're going to start off with the hits, and then we'll end with the prize packs, because we've got a lot of them. Uh, I'm not so, lifting them up. Okay, so, um, <laughs> well, in that case, I'm going to start with the prize packs. So we've got three Upper Deck prize packs. Um, the first prize pack, uh, so when you hear your name, if you hear your name, if you know your name, and it is called, <laughs> you have to tell us. How to get this to you, because we do not have phone books anymore, especially not for this entire country. So uh, when you hear your name called, email us, gogtslive at gogts.net. It's the name of the show at the name of the website. Remember, you can use that website when you pull a parallel and you don't know what it, what number it is or how rare it is. Go to gogts.net and check the checklist. Email us, gogtslive at gogts.net with your name your mailing address, what you won, and your Twitter handle so that we can make it really easy and line up everything. So the first person to do that, Sean Defrain. Sorry, Defrain Sean. Defrain Sean. I'm assuming Sean's the first name, though. Uh, you won the first National Hockey Card Day prize pack. So, Sean, can you do that for us? Email us? Awesome. Good deal. Uh, next up, the second prize pack for National Hockey Card Day. Prize pack number two is going to trade, buy, sell. Trade, buy, sell on Twitter. And then the third prize pack is going to Zach LaHaye. Zach LaHaye. Zach LaHaye. Um, very cool. Thank you, Zach. And then the Tops swag bag is going to our good friend and regular viewer, Big Bear Bechtel. Congratulations, Big Bear Bechtel, thank you for watching the show tonight. Um, so now let's get into the card. So we've got the Tops box product preview, right? Uh, so a lot of the various hits and rookies from that are going to Paul Ender. Congratulations, Paul. Thank you just for watching. To, just to correct, Ivan, you're getting the auto and the silver pack. Okay, yeah. You're getting whatever Rob decided to send, but you're getting that. Yeah. Um, auto silver pack. I'll write it down just for reference. Um, and next up we've got from Donruss Optic, the Kevin Knox autograph number to 99. I hope this is a Knicks fan and didn't have time to look at their profile beforehand, but hope they are. Rob G329. Rob G. Rob G sounds like he could be from the Bronx, right? Rob G. Yeah. All right. So Rob G claim that op Kevin Optic Knox autograph. And then now going to football with the loaded box. This was so much fun. I hope that all of you like your prizes from this box because it's awesome cards. First up, the Debo Samuel patch is going to D.M. Clear. Maybe it's D. McClear, 1978. D.M. McClear, 1978. All right. I can't pronounce it, but you can pronounce it. You've been doing it your whole life. So email us and claim your prize on the Debo Samuel patch from Plates and Patches. Next up, that highly coveted Julius Peppers purple autograph redemption at Gallagher MW. Gallagher MW, congratulations on that incredible hit. And then the Patrick Mahomes one of one plate from Plates and Patches goes to Nate Doggy B. Nate Dog VB. Can't read my own handwriting, mainly because it's a copy paste. Nate Dog VB, congratulations. So those were our nine winners tonight. 
Uh, very excited for all of you. When you get your cards, tweet us, post on Instagram and tag us, post on Facebook and tag us. Let us know and show us, show off your cards and let your friends know that this is where you want to show us your hits live. Yeah. And use the hashtag <clears throat> go GTS PC so that we can all see it. So absolutely. Hey Rob. So I also, you mentioned, and I did, I thought about it and I did it. I went to Facebook. What's the most you've ever made flipping a card that you originally bought as a single? And what was the card? on the fans of go gts live facebook page so if you're on facebook you can join this exclusive group fans of go gts live and keep the conversation going on after the show and i didn't realize this guess what people can go into the poll and add an option what that's dangerous so i had originally ran all the way up to plus 500 zach fowler added between 1000 and 5000 wow holy crikey batman and I've seen some of Zach's collection, so I actually believe him. Uh, him and Ryan Channels both voted in that category. Ryan commented with his card, Zach, you got to go comment with your card so that we can know, because that's the fun of it. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. No leave doubt. a comment there with your card. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the fun. The show goes on. The show cool. Goes on. Very cool. All right, one quick reminder about all those prizes. Uh, delay in shipping. Uh, I will get them out no later than next Wednesday, I promise. Uh, also, next week, we are going to effort uh, Paul Lesko to talk more about or to have a conversation about the trading cards, uh, the altered card civil suit. And... Uh, get an understanding of, of exactly w what the tr claim is and what they want and yada 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 he can always take those legal docs and put them into uh, layperson terms for us um so yeah special thanks to um chris carlin for taking some time out of his day to uh, do a pre-recorded segment with us uh, to Emily Kless for providing that awesome swag bag. And to Tracy Hackler, who's always Johnny on the spot, uh, sending us product the week of release, which is just absolutely awesome. And uh, to my co-host and the fearless technical director behind the scenes, James Gale. Uh, thank you guys as always. So we'll be back with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show next week. Some really fun Go GTS PC hashtag stuff in the outro. So check it out and tag us with that uh, hashtag Go GTS PC with some of your mail days, PC pickups, etc. to be uh, featured in the outro. Um, so for Ivan, I'm Rob Bertrand. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend, and you know what to be doing in the meantime. Always be collecting. Good night, everybody.